This is Tuesday, November 7th. Recently, I ordered something online that came as a package deal. You buy one thing, and another thing is part of the package. Do you know that God's grace is a package deal? Yes, we're rescued by Jesus, but this rescue includes so much more. We receive the Spirit of God, though at the time we come to faith, we may not be thinking about that. We receive adoption into God's family, but likely we're not thinking about that either. You see, that's just the beginning of the benefits that Jesus has given to us. Now, I say that because as we read our text for today, we need to remember how this life we are called to in Jesus comes together. This is Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 13. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Now these seem like a series of rapid-fire commands from Paul to the believers he's writing to in the city of Rome. But when we read them and step back and consider them all, we discover that these commands actually describe the life of the person who has received the grace of Jesus. It's less a list and more of a description of this new life. It's summed up in those first few words, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Now love, as scripture teaches about it, is expansive. It includes and characterizes all that is involved in the way that we treat others. In this case, this section of scripture teaches us about the new relationships we have once we come to faith in Christ. Now, the Greek word that's used for love here is agape. That's how you pronounce it. And it corresponds to the word hesed in the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament. This is love and loyalty, or what you might call unconditional kindness and faithfulness. Hesed is that Hebrew word that points to the covenant faithfulness of the Lord himself. And it's often translated kindness or loving kindness. Now, when the Bible was first being translated into English, the translator had an immense problem. That word hesed in Hebrew, well, it has no equivalent word in English. And the translator knew that this word was so important the concept simply had to be expressed, so he made a new English word up, bringing together love and kindness. Loving kindness is how he ultimately translated it. So here is the agape love. It's unconditional. It's a part of God's covenant promises. It is not extended because of what's expected in return. Nothing is expected. This is the loving kindness the unconditional love of God. Everything else we have in the ending of the chapter 12 of Romans points us back to the, these words. Instead of a command to love, we find a statement about this love from God. 
It must be sincere or genuine. The word used is the opposite of play-acting. It's not pretend, but it's real. It's not hypocritical, but it's genuine. It is love in action. And this is the story of the hesed, the unconditional loving-kindness of God. It's a beautiful story. The other gods of the ancient Near East were capricious. That is, they could not be trusted. They might love you one minute and not love you the next. They might bless you and then, for some unknown reason, remove their blessing. But the love of the Lord is completely different. Once it is given, it's never taken back, never revoked. God's love can be counted on because God himself can be counted on, and it's as simple as that. But here we return to our original problem. How can the love of God be in us? How are we to love this unconditional love, agape, hesed? Listen to the explanation of the Apostle John. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. We love because he first loved us. This is 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, and down in verse 19. Now what he tells us is, sharing this love must flow from a new birth. John says we are born of God. We have this new life because we've been first loved by God. We come to give this love because God has loved us. We experience the love of God for us. And this has changed who we are and the way we see our lives and the way that we relate to those around us. Now, the remainder of this chapter in Romans, chapter 12, fleshes out just what this looks like and how we will come to live this life once we come to receive this love from God. I like to think of it as sincere love illustrated. Now, Paul does not try to define love, but instead he gives us examples in life. And this is what we also find in 1 Corinthians 13, another place where he goes into great detail about this unconditional love. He says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. That's 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 7. Now again, here he's not so much providing a definition as a description. This is what it looks like, he says, and this comes from God. We come to live in it when we are born of God by faith in Jesus. So when we have a love problem, it's not because we're not trying hard enough. The way to love is to receive the love of God, to have a new life born of God. Yes, we love because he first loved us. Here's how our relationships begin to change, how they're transformed, really. Does it all happen at once? Well, I think it begins all at once. 
and then it grows and unfolds as we rest in and enjoy the love of God more and more. Let's pray. Holy God, we find it difficult to grasp how expansive your love is, that your love means life. Your love is why you redeemed us, why you give us good things, why you are faithful toward us and always working for our good. Enable us as your people to find our identity in you, for we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm.